You are listening to the Audio Information Network of Colorado. This recording is intended to be used solely by individuals with barriers to print. Thank you for joining us for audiobook news read from Audiophile Magazine. My name is Sarah. Today we're going to start off with some biography and memoir reviews. All Things Wise and Wonderful, The Warm and Joyful Memoirs of the World's Most Beloved Animal Doctor by James Herriot, read by Nicholas Ralph. The stories of English veterinarian James Herriot translate well to audio. They are charming, short, and self-contained. Listeners can enjoy them one or more at a time with no loss of continuity. Add in the narration of Nicholas Ralph and you have a first-rate audio experience. Ralph plays Harriet in the PBS series, but he does not simply bank on this star power. He narrates the stories with empathy and emotion. His skill with voices really sets this work apart. Ralph seems to become the various farmers, townspeople, and others in the audiobook, moving back and forth in conversations with facility. This audiobook picks up where the most recent version of the TV series leaves off, with Harriet joining the RAF but his wartime experiences are secondary to life in the Yorkshire Dales. It's available from Macmillan Audio, 16 hours long, unabridged. Trade edition, digital download, ISBN 978-125-090-5789 for $32.99. Master Slave, Husband, Wife An Epic Journey from Slavery to Freedom by Ilyon Wu, read by Janina Edwards and Leon Nixon. Talented narrators Janina Edwards and Leon Nixon expertly deliver this riveting, well-researched historical account. Ellen and William Craft were an enslaved couple in antebellum Macon, Georgia. In 1848, they fled more than 1,000 miles to the north, with Ellen disguised as a disabled white man and William posing as her enslaved servant. The moving true story feels like a novel, and the dual narration engages listeners even more. The performances of both Edwards and Nixon are clear and authoritative, especially as they skillfully vary their pacing to build suspense. Both narrators deliver dignified tones that capture the craft's courage, resilience, and enduring love. This important and compelling audiobook is full of historical details and insight. It's available from Simon & Schuster Audio, 13 hours long, unabridged. Trade Edition Digital Download, ISBN 978-179-715-1342 for $24.99. A Living Remedy, a Memoir by Nicola Chung, read by Jennifer Kim. Jennifer Kim movingly narrates this raw and relatable memoir about loss and grief. Told through a collection of memories, Chung's audiobook recounts the racial trauma she experienced while growing up the Korean child of adoptive white parents in Oregon. After moving away for college and later starting her own family, Chung suffers the heartbreaking loss of both her parents close together. Kim's sober narration sensitively navigates the immense guilt and grief that Chung experiences, as well as her mom's final days, which were spent painfully separated from her daughter due to the pandemic. Kim sharply captures Chung's pointed criticisms of the broken U.S. healthcare system. A challenging listen, this powerful exploration will resonate with a wide audience. It's available from Harper Audio, six hours long, unabridged. Trade edition, digital download, ISBN 978 006 for 27 for 2799 
Hijab Butch Blues, a memoir by Lamia H., read by Ashraf Shirazi. Ashraf Shirazi reads Lamia H.'s extraordinary debut memoir with the perfect mix of tenderness and ferocity. Lamia H. uses stories and verses from the Quran to reflect on their life as a queer Muslim immigrant. They draw strength and inspiration from the stories of prophets like Maryam and Musa, finding parallels between these celebrated lives and their own. Shirazi's narration is searching, conversational, and often humming with emotion. Her voice flows naturally, drawing listeners into Lamia H.'s lush prose and probing questions. This powerful, vulnerable, and beautifully written audiobook explores all the complexities of queer and trans-Muslim life, ultimately rejoicing in its sacredness. It's a game-changer for queer Muslim literature and an absolute must-listen for 2023. It's available from Random House Audio, seven and a half hours long, unabridged. Trade Edition Digital Download, ISBN 978059-366-4063 for $17.50. Books on Tape as a Library Edition Digital Download, ISBN 978059-366-4070 for $66.50. Good for a Girl, A Woman Running in a Man's World by Lauren Fleshman, read by Lauren Fleshman. Lauren Fleshman loves running, and she's really good at it. She's an excellent narrator, too, giving a polished performance full of energy and authenticity. She conveys the joy of winning, the grit and pain as she hits her physical limit at the end of a 5,000-meter race, the despair of injury, and the constant nagging worry that Nike will dock her pay if she runs too slowly. Fleshman seeks to change the poisonous system that causes rampant eating disorders among young female runners and requires skimpy uniforms that don't aid performance, chosen for their appeal to men. To add insult to injury, they're based on men's physiology and result in men's achieving peak performance at a younger age than women. A fun and important listen. It's available from Penguin Audio, eight hours long, unabridged. Trade Edition Digital Download, ISBN 978059362 for $20. Books on Tape as the Library Edition Digital Download, ISBN 978059362 for 66.50. And now let's move on to the audio file behind the mic column, featuring Kwame Alexander. Audiophiles Joe Reed spoke with poet and author Kwame Alexander about his new memoir, Why Fathers Cry at Night. In their interview, Alexander shares his thoughts about his mother's influence, how he came to poetry and to writing books for children and young adults, and his experience narrating this very personal audiobook. This is an excerpt. Hear their full conversation on a special bonus episode of Audiophiles Behind the Mic podcast. Joe Reed. I want you to tell me a little bit about the book that just came out, Why Fathers Cry at Night. Kwame Alexander. This is a book that was intended to be a book of love poems. I wanted to write about a sort of familial love, wanted to write about the love of a father for his children. I wanted to write about romantic love. It was just a way for me to share what I've been thinking and feeling over the past couple dozen years. I started out writing love poems. My first, maybe, ten books, and of course the last thirteen or fourteen years, I've been writing for children. So this was my sort of comeback to this place that I enjoyed and began writing in earnest. Somewhere along the way, my editor said, Kwame, there's a story here you're telling. 
Perhaps this is more than just a collection of love poems. Maybe you should write a prose piece. I wrote one prose piece, and then she said, Maybe you should write another. Then I wrote another one. Before you knew it, it was memoiresque. Indeed, I was telling a story about my love life and everything I've learned about love, which it turns out ain't a whole lot, but as a way to communicate to my daughters who I am as a father, as a husband, as a lover, as a divorced man, as a son. So, yeah, that's where it ended. It started out as something completely different, but that's where it ended. Joe Reed. Memoir-esque is a great way of putting it, because the subtitle is A Memoir in Love Poems, Letters, Recipes, and Remembrances. Kwame Alexander. Yeah, I thought about it like this. There's a poet friend of mine who read it. Her name's Joanna, and she really helped me understand and glean exactly how this hybrid approach to writing this memoir came about, or how it is best described. That is, as a parent, oftentimes you are cooking dinner, you are helping with the homework, you are responding to a text from your lover, you are chastising someone, you are reflecting on something that happened last weekend, and you're thinking about your parents and hoping they're okay, all at the same time. You don't have the luxury of being able to sort of separate and compartmentalize. I think that's what the book is. It's me sort of just being, just living, just going through the daily happenings of all those things. Joe Reed, your mother's love of reading played a really big role in your love of books. Can you tell us a little bit more about how your mom influenced your passion for reading and for writing? Kwame Alexander, both my parents were academics, but my dad practiced his sort of verbal mania at home, in addition to in his classrooms. So if there was a word that was said around the house and we wanted to know what it meant, it was always like, go look it up. In fact, while you're there, read the dictionary for half an hour. It was always, read these historical tomes that he had in his garage. Read these books. As a kid, as a 9, 10, 11-year-old, nobody wants to read Pedagogy of the Oppressed by Paolo Ferrari. So it was a laborious sort of task when it came to my dad in terms of reading. With my mom, it was more fun. It was more storytelling and song and rhythm and rhyme. So my dad had written 16 books, but when I had a paper due, I went and I approached my mom to help me with it. When I was asked to be the youth speaker at our church on Fifth Sunday when I was 12, my mom was the person who helped me craft the speech, which I titled, You Made Your Bed, Now Sleep in It. So yeah, my mom made it all seem fun and interesting and engaging, and my dad was definitely more informational and empowerment. I think I just got lucky, really, Joe, because I got the best of those worlds, and I was able to, I think, fuse them together, and that has been, sort of, for lack of a better word, my brand. Joe Reed, you've written many books, and you narrated a few of them. Like Booked and Swing, you also narrated Why Fathers Cry at Night. What made you decide you were going to narrate that book? Kwame Alexander, I always thought that I should be an audiobook narrator. It made sense. I was a performer. I had been doing this for a minute, and I remember when the crossover came out, I asked my publisher if I could do the audiobook, and they were like, nah, you're not a professional. But eventually the publisher got it, and I've been asked to do every book since then, and maybe I've done about half. Why Fathers Cry at Night was a no-brainer. I've written 37 books, and this was the first book for which I was not making up a story. It was my story. I felt like I was going to have to talk about my childhood. I was going to have to talk about my daughters. 
I was going to have to talk about my mom. No one else could do that. And I felt like that was really important. So we recorded it over the course of a couple days, and I remember we're getting to the end of day two, and there was this piece about my mother. It was called Rebound, and I knew what that piece was going to do, but it's not at the end of a book, it's toward the end. But when we got to it, I said, I cannot read this. This needs to be the last thing I do before we leave the studio. And they obliged. So we got to that piece, and it's like a six, seven, eight minute piece, and I read it, and everyone in the studio, including myself, was just a river of tears. It was a really powerful moment, and I'm just glad I got to do it. I got to read it. That was a big part of my healing in a way, too. And now for a review of Why Fathers Cry at Night, a memoir in love poems, recipes, letters, and remembrances, by Kwame Alexander, read by Kwame Alexander. Kwame Alexander, poet and narrator of several of his own books, brings poignancy to his snapshots of a man learning to love again. His memoir is a savory sweet mix of poems, letters, and recipes. Regardless of form, they are shot through with a poet's rhythms, sensory memories, moving moments of learning, and unique experiences that strike a universal chord. Candidly, Alexander brings authenticity to remembering his and other family members' failures, loves, and wisdom. He does not shy away from stories about resolving a difficult relationship with his father, missing deadlines, and other expressions of sensuality, grief, divorce, or death. Strong emotional tones reflect the devotion he feels for his daughters, his mentor, Nikki Giovanni, and his beloved mother. It's available from Hachette Audio, three and a half hours long, unabridged. Trade Edition Digital Download, ISBN 978-166-861-9575 for $24.99. And now we're moving on to young adult titles, starting off first with featured author Kekla Magoon. The Minus One Club by Kekla Magoon, read by Dion Graham. Grief suffuses Dion Graham's voice as he narrates high school sophomore Kermit's induction into a club no one wants to join, the club in which everyone has lost a family member. Kermit's older sister, Sheila, the only one in his Baptist family who knew he's gay, was killed by a drunk driver just days ago. He finds support in the club and, with a charismatic, self-destructive Matt, a mutual attraction. Sheila's imagined voice, given snark by Graham, offers commentary as Kermit grapples with his sorrow, his faith, and his despair at ever coming out to his homophobic parents. The story's club device is occasionally disorienting, but short chapters and a quick pace carry listeners along. An empathetic note and a resource list conclude the audiobook, sad and affirming in equal measure. It's available from recorded books, seven hours long, unabridged, recommended for ages 14 and up. Library Edition CD, ISBN 978-170-509-36274 for 74.75, also available as digital download or MP3. And more titles from Kekla Magoon include How It Went Down, read by Cherise Booth, Sherry Peel, Kevin R. Free, and others, Available unabridged from recorded books, recommended for ages 14 and up. Library edition, CD, digital download and preloaded media. Light It Up, read by Landon Woodson, Karen Chilton, Cherise Booth and others. Available again from recorded books, unabridged. Recommended for ages 14 and up. Library edition, CD, digital download. 
Revolution in our time, the Black Panther Party's promise to the people. Read by Tyler Collier. Available from Listening Library, unabridged, recommended for ages 12 and up. Trade and library editions are available as digital download. X, a novel. By Ilyasa Shabazz and Kekla Magoon. Read by Dion Graham. Available from Brilliance Audio, unabridged, recommended for ages 14 and up. Trade Edition CD, Digital Download or Preloaded Media. Library Edition CD or Preloaded Media. And now for some other young adult titles. Abuela, Don't Forget Me by Rex Ogle, read by Ramon de Ocampo. This heartfelt performance by Ramon de Ocampo is a tribute to grandparents who unconditionally love their grandchildren. The author's abuela was a never-ending source of support when his own parents weren't there for him. Deocampo lovingly performs extremely emotional scenes that recount well-paced yet scattered memories of Ogle's life. Deocampo expresses the strife and youthful ignorance Ogle stumbles through as his grandmother teaches him about his Latino heritage and his mother's absence. Deocampo skillfully dives into the deep trauma Ogle experienced, yet lifts the performance with the bright, wistful narration of Rex's abuela, a patient and kind woman. This moving audiobook is bittersweet and will evoke appreciation and nostalgia for those privileged with incredible grandparents. It's available from recorded books, three and a half hours long unabridged, recommended for ages 14 and up. Library Edition CD, ISBN 978-170-507-8464 for 41.95. Also as digital download or MP3. Andrew and Santi Were Here, by Johnny Garzavilla, read by Avi Roque. Avi Roque gives a spirited, deeply emotional performance of this queer love story set in San Antonio. Non-binary Mexican-American teen, Ander, is taking a gap year before college, working at their family's taqueria and focusing on their art. When they fall in love with a taqueria's newest employee, an undocumented Mexican boy named Santi, it opens up their world in unexpected ways. Roque's warm and musical narration is utter perfection. They capture Ander and Santi's fear with vivid immediacy and also infuse their voices with bubbly happiness. In moments of tenderness, their breath catches. They switch easily between Spanish and English and use a half-dozen unique accents for different characters. This audiobook is a heartbreaking, joyful love letter to queer Latinx communities. It's available from Macmillan Audio, 12 and a half hours long unabridged, recommended for ages 14 and up. Trade Edition Digital Download, ISBN 978-125-088-3582 for $26.99. The Davenports by Crystal Marquise, read by Janice Abbott-Pratt. Janice Abbott-Pratt narrates the alternating perspectives of four young black women who seek romance and a sense of themselves in 1910 Chicago. Abbott-Pratt portrays the propriety of Olivia, the eldest daughter of a wealthy family, and her shift to discomfort when she meets a fiery Alabama lawyer who speaks out against Jim Crow. Abbott-Pratt presents a different picture of Helen, Olivia's younger sister, who finds more pleasure in tinkering with automobiles than in maintaining her social standing. Again, Abbott-Pratt reflects the character's growth when her playful spirit is admired by an eligible British bachelor. Two other points of view allow listeners additional scenes of class differences, gender constraints, societal expectations, racism, 
and the quest for personal happiness. It's available from Listening Library, 12 hours long, unabridged, recommended for ages 12 and up. Trade Edition Digital Download, ISBN 978059363 for $27.50. Library Edition Digital Download, ISBN 978059363 for $75. Stateless by Elizabeth Wine, read by Moira Quirk. Moira Quirk narrates this suspenseful novel set in 1937. Amid the Spanish Civil War and the rise of Hitler, teenager Stella North is conscripted into an air race to promote peace. Representing Britain, Stella is the only female competing with pilots from many different European countries. This particular setting allows Quirk to showcase a wide variety of accents, British, French, German, Polish and Italian to name a few. What she also brings is nail-biting tension and fierce emotions as North witnesses sabotage in the air that claims the life of a competing pilot. Why was he targeted and who may be next? Quirk is relentless in her pacing as secret connections are uncovered and pilots strive to stay one step ahead of murder. It's available from Hachette Audio, ten and a half hours long, unabridged, recommended for ages 12 and up. Trade Edition, Digital Download, ISBN 978-166-862-8072 for $27.99. Blood Debts by Terry J. Benton Walker, read by Janice Abbott-Pratt, Zeno Robinson, Bonnie Turpin, and Torian Brackett. Janice Abbott-Pratt and Zeno Robinson capture the voices of Christina and Clement Trudeau, black teenage twins who are growing up in a New Orleans family that practices magic. A year after their father's death, their mother is sick and they fear she'll succumb to her mysterious illness. Then they discover she's actually cursed and their targets too. As Chris and Clem set out to identify who is after their family, they discover connections to their grandmother's lynching 30 years earlier. Robinson and Abbott Pratt alternate the first-person chapters with skill, pulling out every emotion in the story's closely held secrets, romance and magic. Bonnie Turpin and Torian Brackett narrate third-person perspectives that give insights into additional characters, including determined antagonists and a terrifying god. It's available from Macmillan Audio, 14 and a half hours long, unabridged, recommended for ages 12 and up. Trade Edition Digital Download, ISBN 978-125-0883186 for 32.99. The Many Assassinations of Samir, the Seller of Dreams, by Daniel Nayeri, read by Daniel Nayeri. Daniel Nayeri's dreamy narration pairs perfectly with this fantastical novel. Travelling merchant Samir saves Monkey from being stoned to death, and their journey on the Silk Road begins. As repayment, Monkey helps Samir sell his wares. The catch is that Samir will spin any lie in order to make a sale, and this won't be the last time he saves Monkey's life either. Nayeri expertly narrates a story that smoothly weaves thrilling action and deep moments of character revelation. His performance is dynamic, clear, and suitable for a wide audience. The audiobook contains so much vivid color that listeners will feel as if they are traveling along with a master and apprentice. Truly a masterpiece of middle-grade fiction. It's available from Listening Library, four and a half hours long, unabridged, recommended for ages ten and up. Trade Edition, Digital Download, ISBN 978-059-374-3263 for 
for $18. Library Edition Digital Download, ISBN 978-059-374-3270 for $45. And I do believe that's about all I have time for, so thank you for joining us for Audiobook News. My name is Sarah. If you enjoyed this program, please register for our free services at www.aincolorado.org or by calling 303-786-7777.